for the past 14 years he has been helping websites rank higher on google using seo strategy he has helped hundreds of websites rank for hyper competitive keywords that convert into sales and leads he received bachelor's of science in business marketing from california state university of long beach brandon lebovitz runs and operates seo optimizers which is a digital marketing company that focuses on helping small and medium sized businesses get more online traffic which in turn converts into clients sales leads etc he got started in digital marketing long back like way back in 2007 after graduating from college in today's episode let us chat with brandon lebovitz this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future I'm your host Navin Samala, a fellow IT professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. In every episode, we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations which will help each one of you learn amazing stuff. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact towards the end. And folks, you know, you will acquire more knowledge by tuning into the Guiding Voice for every minute than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me today. And today we are going to discuss a very important topic which is getting started with SEO, search engine optimization. And we are pleased to have Brandon part of the Guiding Voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Brandon, welcome to the Guiding Voice. It's so nice to have you here. Thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to sharing some knowledge and tips about SEO. Absolute delight to have you and Brandon let's get started. Maybe you can start sharing the top 3 things that have helped you so far in your professional journey. Yeah, the first was the first job I got out of college. They wanted me to do digital marketing and didn't really know much about that and they said don't worry we don't know much about it either back in 2007 and they hired me and took me to classes and workshops and kind of let me learn alongside with them and that really got me started to realize that i could do this work full time and also kind of pick up clients here and there and do freelance work and build up my own clientele and my own business and build it up and build it up so that was definitely one really big thing or the biggest thing is getting involved with that back in 2007 and then just kept going with it ever since but that really helped out reading up and just trying to read as much and test as much as possible cuz you could read a lot but if you're not testing and trying things out you don't really know what's working or what's not working so don't just read you got to actually take action that's a big thing that a lot of people will read and read and read and then maybe take some action but you really got to fully go in and then getting a mentor something else that really helps out a lot is finding someone else that's not necessarily in your industry just someone else that's willing to share some knowledge and help you out along your um growth as a business owner because they'll save you a lot of time and headaches and show you what's worked and what's not worked for them. Excellent. So you started without knowing what digital marketing is all about. And now I'm really curious about the history of uh, search engine optimization. So can you shed some light around SEO? How did it all start and how does it work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, SEO is search engine optimization and that means optimizing your website for the different search engines. and really that means google primarily google is going to be the most traffic to your website so when we're talking about seo it's really trying to figure out how google works but we don't really care how google works 
because Google changes the algorithm every single day. So if you did figure out how it works, tomorrow it changes and it's constantly changing. What matters is who's on that first page of Google and how much SEO have they done. That's really all that matters is how do we beat those 10 websites on that first page of Google? So with SEO, it's really going in and spying on the competition and seeing what they've done versus what you've done and where that where the missing factors are and trying to just fill that gap. So you're at the same level as your competitors, but it's really evolved over the years. It's changed a lot, but for the most part, it's still based on some core features, which is having good quality content on your website. And that's really important. And having backlinks, getting other websites to talk about you. The more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google has. And then Google looks at the keywords on your website to figure out what keywords to rank you for. But it doesn't work the other way around. Without getting backlinks, it's pretty much impossible to rank on Google. Yeah, makes sense. What's the benefit for businesses by using this search engine optimization? You mentioned one important point. Other businesses or other websites should link to your content. That way, Google knows that, okay, this is something which is most widely searched and it pops up in the results page. Right. So how does it help in the overall business landscape? Yeah, you got to get other websites to link out to you or to talk about you, which is kind of tricky. Like how do you get other websites to talk about you? But there's a lot of different ways. It's, but nowadays it's really quality, not quantity. So in the past, if you had 100 backlinks and one of your competitors had 200 backlinks, they would rank higher than you. But now it's really the quality. So we want to find quality websites. And to Google, what's a quality website? Well, quality website is a website that's related to you. That's a big aspect of it. So if you're a doctor, you want other websites that are like health related. If you're selling soccer cleats, you want stuff related to fashion and sports and clothing and things like that. So you got to find sites that are related to you. And the best way to do that is just finding other websites that are similar to what you're doing and trying to build relationships with these websites and seeing if you could offer them a blog post or an article or do a press release or sponsorship or a video review or testimony or whatever needs to be done to get you to, or to get them to link back to you. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but the best way is just spy on the competition. There's different tools that you pay for, such as Ahrefs or Moz or SEMrush, where you pay for these tools and you can put anyone's website in there and see all of their backlinks. And then one by one, you can start reaching out to all the sites and trying to figure out which sites are good and, Try to see if you can get them to give you a backlink because if they're linking out to your competitors, they more than likely will link out to you if you approach them in the right way. Great. You mentioned that Google changes its algorithm every now and then. And are there any important ranking factors to focus irrespective of, okay, what kind of changes that happen on a regular basis? Is there a way where we can get ranked higher on Google? which can be common, maybe certain aspects which do not change and certain aspects which will change based on your experience. How did this kind of evolve, the algorithm and all? Maybe you can share your experience with our audience. Google is just trying to clean up spam primarily. So they're just looking at spammers and trying to figure out or find people that trick Google and tell them, hey, we don't want you to trick Google because there's a way to to trick the algorithm. The algorithm is just a robot. So... There's ways to manipulate it. And if Google sees that you're doing it in a deceptive way, they're going to penalize you. <clears throat> but if you're doing everything according to the books or according to what Google says, then you're fine. But you can read all that information at Google Webmaster Guidelines to see what they're looking for. But yeah, their algorithm's changing pretty much daily. But for the most part, 
it's not really changing the core functionality, which is really backlinks are such a big part of how Google started. And still to this day, it's a big part. It's changed a lot over the years, how they look at backlinks, but backlinks are still a big ranking factor for Google's algorithm. So that one is such an important one. And you have to be very careful with the backlinks because Google puts out a lot of penalties for people building low quality, spammy backlinks where it'd be like you're on Fiverr or something like that, or anything where it's too good to be true or too cheap, probably for a reason. And you have to be very, very careful with the backlinks because if you build the wrong type of backlinks instead of ranking higher, you're going to drop down, which you don't want to happen. Another one that's common is like content. You have to have good quality content on your website. It has to be original content. Can't be copied from one page to another. If you copy content from one page to another, Google will actually penalize you for duplicate content. So stuff like that, making sure your website loads quickly is part of their algorithm, making sure it looks good on mobile. If it doesn't look good on mobile, they're not going to show you on mobile devices. So it's kind of just like basic stuff of just making sure you have a good user experience for people that visit your website, because if your website doesn't look good on mobile, you're probably not going to get people that want to even go to your website anyways. And Google knows that. So they don't want to show you because they don't want you to click on Google from your cell phone and then get to a website that's not, that doesn't look good. You're going to be like, I'm hitting that back button. It's a bad user experience. And Google wants you to have a good user experience. Otherwise, you're going to be on Bing or Yahoo or DuckDuckGo or Ecosia or all these other search engines that are out there. So creating mobile friendly and also maybe with a good user experience that will improve the probability of higher ranking higher and getting displayed in the results in the first place. Right. And uh, now, now let's talk about when, when I'm creating a content for my web page, right. How do I create SEO friendly content without spending uh, too much on the digital marketing and are there any tips where I can self-start myself by focusing on uh, say two to three different aspects which you would like to share. With the content, the main thing is the original content. Got to make sure it's 100% original. Don't copy content from one page to another. Google's going to penalize you. Whoever published the content first, they get all the credit. So if you publish it and then you post it on 20 other pages on your website, those other pages are probably not going to rank for anything because they have duplicate content. So that's the main thing is good original content and making a title, the title of your page, your blog post, your article, your press release, your podcast, whatever it is, you have to have a good title with about, you want to put as many keywords as possible without repeating the same keywords over and over again. And you want to make it around 60 characters. So you you don't want to make it really short and clickbaity. You want to try to make it a little bit longer so you can put some extra keywords in there. And then also with the content, you want to try to make it as long as possible. Like the longer, the more content you put, the better. So In the past, I would tell you, you have to put your keyword three times or five times in the content, but nowadays just write for people because you're writing for people, more than likely going to mention your keywords in there. Then after you write the content, I would go in and try to make sure I put all the keywords in there. And if I'm missing keywords, I would try to place them in. So I would do keyword research using Google Keyword Planner. It's a free tool from Google that will show you how many people actually search for your keyword every single month. You might say, I want to rank for the word like tennis shoes. And you might see that tennis shoes has 50,000 searches a month, whereas the word tennis shoe might only have 20,000 searches a month. So you have to do the keyword research to figure out do I want to rank for shoe or shoes because each one's going to have a significantly different amount of people searching for it. So you want to find high search volume keywords, put those in the title of your content. 
And then in the body of your content, you could put all these other keywords, long tail keywords and variations. Another thing that you could do is search in Google for your keywords. So whatever your main keyword is for that blog post or topic or podcast, whatever it is, search in Google for that keyword. And then you'll see this section. It's called people also ask. So in there are a bunch of questions that are high search volume phrases that people search for all the time. So if you take that people also ask section and take those questions and incorporate that into your content somehow, if you take the questions and just put them there exactly how they are verbatim and then answer them with your own unique perspective, you will potentially get in that people also ask section, but that's also high search on content that a lot of people search for. So that's going to draw new eyeballs and be a good user experience because if people are searching for all this, it should be on your website or on that page. So that's another little trick. Also, you need to interlink the pages. That's really, really important too, is linking your pages together. So someone's reading your blog post and they get to the very end of it. They're just like, all right, I read that blog post. What do I do now? Do I leave a comment? But in the blog post should be clickable links that point to other pages, other blog posts on your website, because you want people to click on those and read more content, but also Google follows those links on your own website as internal links, as kind of like a roadmap. And you're just building backlinks to your own pages and helping that SEO link juice just flow from page to page. But those are more important things with content. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, but if you do those things, you'll definitely be further ahead than most people. Great, great tips, sir. Thank you so much for sharing them, Brandon. Now let's talk about the difference in the algorithm. Is the Google algorithm different from YouTube? And vis-a-vis, how uh, Bing versus Yahoo algorithms work? Like if you if you could provide some brief insights. Yep, so all their algorithms are different, but the thing is, well, Google has their own algorithm. If you search on Yahoo, it's not Yahoo anymore. It's actually Bing that shows the results. Yep. So if you optimize for Google and Bing, you cover the big three because Bing powers Yahoo. But Bing's algorithm is a lot less sophisticated. I mean, it's, it's definitely sophisticated, but Google is much more sophisticated. So if you optimize for Google, you should be good for Bing. I mean, they are different. They're not the same because nobody knows how any of these search engines work. Even the people that work at Google or Bing, they don't know how it works because everyone's in different departments. So maybe a thousand people work on the algorithm. All thousand people are in separate areas. They don't talk to each other because Google and with artificial intelligence, it's just machine learning. It's just going by itself. So there's not even people really controlling some of it. So no one really knows how it works per se. So, but they are very different for the most part, especially like YouTube. They're going to be looking at other factors that Google's not, or even like on a Yelp or Amazon is even a search engine. They're all any website where you could search Alibaba, all that stuff. There's algorithms and there's ways to kind of, manipulated and get yourself ranked higher by putting keywords in the right places. That's why keyword research is very, very important. And just getting backlinks, getting more trust. Or if it's on, like on Amazon, you got to get more reviews. If it's on YouTube, you got to get more likes, more comments, more views. It just depends. Every algorithm, every platform is going to be a little different. All right. Now let's talk about the careers in SEO. Like you will find a lot of uh, work from home jobs and citing that, okay, all you have to do is work on SEO and all. I don't know how far it is true, but probably you can shed some light around various different career options available in this SEO space. No, no, with SEO, there's a lot you could do. It just depends what you want to focus on. With SEO, there's a lot of content writing. So if you're a good writer, you can write content. If you're 
technical. You could go in and change like the title tag and the meta description, all this technical stuff. If you want to, if you're good at building backlinks, you could be a link builder. So there's a lot of different areas, or you could just try to do it all and be a freelancer and you could go to local businesses in your area and say, Hey, I do SEO. And I was wondering if you'd like help with your business to get ranked higher on Google. And then you would show them like a portfolio or websites that you worked on say like, here's all the sites I've worked on and here's what I could do for you. And that's a great way to just become your own boss. And you don't even have to work for other people. You don't have to have other people telling you do this or do this. You could just be your own boss at your own hours. But I always worked full-time doing SEO for probably about 10 years before I quit my job. So I was always working full-time doing SEO for different companies or advertising agencies. And then I get home and then I would work on my own clients. So I'd be able to just get some extra passive income or not passive, but some extra income by doing SEO for freelance for clients. And then over the years, I really just started focusing more on building my freelance business up so I could quit my job and just really focus on that solely and not have to go in and clock in or work at an advertising agency or work for anybody else. It's really just setting your own hours, which is the nice part. It just takes some time. You got to build up your reputation and build up that portfolio of websites that you've worked on. But once you've done that, you can just go anywhere to a local business, local restaurant and ask them, Hey, do you want to be on Google? And do you want that free traffic? And most of the time they're going to be open to it. And and it's a win-win. Like you are practically applying something what you learn and businesses can also benefit and you're testing waters while you currently are on the job and later get into a full-time profession. Yeah. Wonderful tips. So Brandon, this has been kind of serious conversation. We spoke about uh, search engine optimization and difference between various search engines and how to rank higher on Google and as well as Bing and all, and also careers in search engine optimization. But let us lighten up the mood of our audience. Okay, if you are okay, I'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round wherein I'm going to ask you a few questions and you can answer them very crisply. One or two words. If you are okay, let's get started. Yeah, no, sounds good. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, let me fire the first bullet. Can you share with our audience what was your childhood fantasy? Um, to have my own skateboard company or be a professional skateboarder, probably. Yeah, be a professional skateboarder. That was. All right. So what was your favorite book? Uh, like the power of now is a really good book that keeps you in the moment. I'm going to read that. I, I came across the title about a uh, year, year and a half ago. Yeah. I heard a lot of positive reviews. Thanks for reminding that. And can you describe yourself in a phrase or single word, whichever you are comfortable? Hard worker, dedicated and friendly. All right. Great, Brandon. And what is one thing that you'd like to change in your past? Um, maybe just... I had a little skateboard company I had in high school that I kind of, once I went to college or university, kind of just stopped focusing on it and wish maybe I focused on that a little bit more because realized over the years, you got to follow your passion. I love doing SEO, but skateboarding is really my passion. So trying to like incorporate that somehow and make my own S or skateboard company by incorporating my digital marketing skills. But that's one thing I've learned over the years is you got to follow your passion. That's really, really important with careers. Mm, quite interesting. Now, let me find the last bullet out of rapid fire. What is one electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself? Uh, a gadget, like a technology yeah. gadget I yeah. want to see in the future. Maybe like teleporting would be pretty nice. <laughs> Just get from one place to another. So don't have to sit in airplanes anymore. And you could travel all over the place. It would be pretty cool. 
it, it's going to impact the entire uh, travel industry to have a big impact yeah in fact <laughs> it's it, it's a wish from my side as well yeah you're saying something <laughs> Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. That would be awesome. Absolutely, Hopefully. absolutely. Yeah, we'll see. Technology is moving pretty quickly, so who knows what's going to happen in the future? Yeah. In fact, what we have imagined twenty years ago, we are seeing it live. So let us imagine the teleportation now. Probably it might happen in future. Yep, yep. I thought video on a phone would be, or on a computer, never would be possible. But now it's just normal seat to everyone. Everyone's doing it on Zoom or the iPhone, FaceTime, and all that stuff. So, yeah, technology is pretty quickly advancing. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So after that uh, wonderful rapid fire round, and before I let you go, one final question for today's conversation, Brandon. What will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make begin their careers or lives? I would just say start reading up in blogs or watching YouTube videos. Facebook groups are pretty big or popular nowadays, but just read as much as you can, learn as much as you can, but take action. Don't just read and read or watch videos. And also make sure that the stuff that you're watching or reading is from the past couple of years because digital marketing just changes so quickly. So something from five years ago might still be relevant, but it might not be 100% accurate. So just try to make sure that you read stuff that's more recent and just take everything with a grain of salt. You never know what's true or what's not true. That's why you got to take action and try it out and test it out because you don't know. And then once you start getting results, then you can start reaching out to other companies or putting that on your resume and start getting that career. But that's really the best since there's not really any schools. I mean, there's some schooling, but it's, I don't even know. I didn't, it's not the best because if you're reading a book or being taught a subject in school about digital marketing or social media, it's going to be changing every single day. So it's really tough. The best is really just being hands-on and trying it yourself. That's a great tip. In fact, yesterday I was going through an article which says curriculum of any subject you take is changing every two and a half, uh, two and a half years. And I think that is quite relevant to what you have mentioned. And that was a fabulous tip. And it was uh, Great conversation. Thank you so much, Brandon, for joining us today and sharing all your insights around uh, search engine optimization. It was fantastic to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. I appreciated it. All right. So, folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a small request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from so that you'll be notified about future episodes. Also, if you have loved this conversation, just like I did, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice so that your friends will learn some new stuff like you and we will gain a set of new subscribers. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's cruise into the previous segment of today's episode. And today's trivia is about, again, search engine optimization. You know, as per the studies, 75% of the search engine optimization is off-page and only 25% of it is on-page. And for this, if you observe the details, there are two key elements to improving the search engine optimization. In fact, these complement to it, like attracting the links and making your content relevant for the people that are searching for. These elements are known as off-page, which means they are on somebody else's site and on-page, which is on your site. So it is important to make your content relevant by including the words you are hoping to rank for key areas of your page. This technique only takes you so far, but you should also focus on creating content others want to link 
because search engine will view these links as ports telling the search engines that your site is a valuable one for people searching for an answer so likewise if you have any other additional tips about search engine optimization and boosting your page rankings on google search page or on youtube please feel free to leave in your comments and also probably email through thegradingvoiceforyou@gmail.com we would love to read your comments and feedback that's all for today thank you so much for joining me this is navin samala a fellow it professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe until next time bye bye see you all in the next episode